Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the show that helps you reach your full potential with your host, Lisa Tarmaty, brought to you by lisatarmaty.com. Today I have the wonderful Dr. Wayne McCarthy, who is a naturopathic physician and primary care physician up in uh, Whangarei in New Zealand and works at the Waipuna Health uh, Centre. He is a specialist once again in ozone therapy. We've done a couple of episodes on ozone, but uh, Dr. McCarthy um, uses ozone in a couple of different ways as well as the standard uh, practices. And he shares today a little bit about prolozone. He also talks about prolotherapy, which is all about um, fixing uh, joint and ligament and uh, tendon damage. Uh, so if you're struggling with an injury that you can't fix, you'll want to tune into this episode. Uh, we also talk about his approach to natural health and uh, how long he's been doing ozone therapy, all the things that he's studied around the world. So a, a, a really great episode, especially off the back of last week with uh, Dr. Tim Ewer, who I had on, another integrated medical specialist. And, uh, you know, I think the uh, between the two of them, these two doctors, uh, both in New Zealand, are absolutely fantastic uh, people to be listening to and finding out about more. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Dr. Wayne McCarthy, who's given up his Sunday morning to do this with us. So I was very, very lucky. Um, before we head over to Dr. Wayne, um, just want to remind you my book, Relentless, is now out and available. It's available in bookstores throughout New Zealand. It's also available internationally on Amazon on audio books, all the audio book platforms, um, as a Kindle, as an ebook, pretty much you name it, it's out there. You can find it on my website at lisatamati.com. Also, it's um, yeah, it's been out now for a few weeks, and now that we're out of COVID, if you want to just pop into your local bookstore if you're in New Zealand, you can do that. And just a reminder too that every couple of weeks we're holding a live webinar about our epigenetics health program. Um, this is all about utilizing your genes and understanding your genes and how to optimize your genes for your for your optimum health from nutrition right through to your social environment, your work environment. This is absolutely powerful wellness program uh, that we're using in the corporate setting. It's also very good for individuals, for athletes wanting optimal performance as it covers off every area from your nutrition, your exercise, right through to your uh, how your brain works, your dominant hormones, your neurotransmitters, your it's everything. Everything is covered in this. Um, it's a really uh, amazing program that we're delighted to be able to deliver to you. Um, you can join us for that live webinar, which we're holding pretty much every second week at the moment. You can find out when the next one is at epigenetics dot lisatamati.com okay epigenetics.lisatamati.com if you want to find out any more um, let me know um, and as always if you enjoy the show please give us a rating and review because that really helps the show get exposure and on that point I just want to thank you all for those who have uh, listened who have done ratings who have done reviews because we're now ranked as one of the top 200 podcasts globally for in the health and fitness genre. So I'm really, really appreciative. Um, it's a combination of five years of hard work, and we're really, really stoked to be in that top 200. So thank you to everyone who has done a rating and review or shared this with your friends and made that happen. Now, over to the show with Dr. Wayne McCarthy. Well, hi, everyone. Lisa Tarmody here at Pushing the Limits. Fantastic to have you back again. 
I am sitting with a lovely Dr. Wayne McCarthy, who is sitting up in near Whangarei, in, uh, who is the um, uh, founder of the Waipuna uh, Natural Health and also is a doctor at the Natural Environmental Health Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wayne. Good morning, Lisa. Nice to be here with you. It's fantastic. A Sunday morning, no less. I'm, That's right. <laughs> I'm uh, cutting into your family time, so I really, really appreciate you coming on the show today. But we had a fantastic uh, discussion yesterday, so I've been really, really excited to talk to Dr. Wayne today and to share some of his insights and some of the work that he's doing in his clinics. Um, Dr. Wayne, can you give us a little bit of a background on, on who you are and, and what you do? I'm a New Zealander. I started life as a naturopath, osteopath. I went to um, the Natural Therapies College in Ellerslie. And then after five years in practice, I went to America and got an opportunity to go to National College of Naturopathic Medicine in Mm -hmm. Portland, Oregon, where I trained and studied and also taught. And um, then I got licensed as a naturopathic doctor in the state of Hawaii, where I practiced for 15 years. Wow. Um, So in in America, we're called primary care doctors, but we're working as a GP would work here in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. During that study at uh, National College of Naturopathic Medicine, I met James Hutton, who was a year ahead of me as a student. But he was the understudy of Dr. William Terska. Now, William Terska was a naturopathic medical doctor, one of the first doctors to come to America from Germany. He was an ozone doctor. He wrote the first papers on bio-oxidation. Mm-hmm. And I think of bio-oxidation as the life force, if you want to sort of give it a lay term. Yes. And um, he was the understudy of Dr. Terska. So he was telling me about ozone. Um, while I was at medical school. And then when I graduated, he taught me how to do ozone therapy. From that time forward, ozone therapy became my main therapy. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's what I do with every person I treat. And that's how I got the name Dr. Ozone back then. Dr. Ozone, love it. <laughs> then 25 years later, I got an opportunity to go and train with in Russia, in Nizhny Novgorod, 500 k's <laughs> east of Moscow with Professor Oleg Maslenikov and Professor Claudia Kontorshakova, the mother and father of ozone therapy in Russia. Now, the important thing about Russia is that they've been using ozone for decades in their hospital system across all their medical specialties, oncology, gynecology, obstetrics, neurology, dermatology, pain medicine, burns, and many other areas, neurology. Um, so they've had the, they've done the most research of any country in the, in the world. And I trained with them for two weeks. Um, it was one-on-one and I had a a Russian lady, Eugenia Shostakova, who's my interpreter and I'm still in touch with her. We communicate regularly. She sends me information on Russian research. I collaborate with her. Then two years ago, I went and trained with Dr. Adriana Schwartz in Honduras, but she also works out in Madrid. 
She's the president of the International Medical Ozone Federation and the secretary for the International Scientific Committee on Ozone Therapy, of which I'm a member. Mm -hmm. And our mandate is to improve and update the Madrid Declaration, which is the world standard on how to use ozone medically. Fantastic. Okay, so ozone therapy, um, my listeners have heard a little bit about ozone therapy at all, but you are, you know, Dr. Ozone, as you say, in New Zealand. You've been practicing this for over 30 years. Uh, I've been practicing for 27 years. 27 years. Since 1993. Wow. And in the, look, I want to go into some of the, the, the therapies that you use and what's actually happening with the ozone. Like I know that you said to me yesterday, you're trying to get it into the mainstream in New Zealand. How, how is that looking? It's already starting to happen because we have GPs around the country starting to pick up, train with us and use ozone therapy mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm in AMA, the Australasian Integrated Medicines Association. Mm-hmm. And basically these are like-minded doctors, GPs mostly, but there are naturopaths in there as well. So we really have integrated the medical and the naturopathic through this association. And there's a lot of holistic medical doctors. Mm -hmm. And so this is sort of my clan, if you will. Yes. yeah. I think I'm the only naturopathic doctor in New Zealand. There might be some others, but really I, I think I'm the only one. Right. Um, just by the mere fact that nobody else has gone and trained in America um, yep. where I did. Mm. Yep, exactly. Okay, so th- this is great because it means ozone um, is, is hopefully going to be accepted into the mainstream soon because it, I mean, it's uh, been it's already around. happened in 12 countries yes. where ozone has been regularised and we believe we have all the documentation to go to our Ministry of Health and say, here's a new therapy. We want you to regulate it. They would look at all the work we've done and they'd go, well, you haven't left much for us to do. This already looks self-regulated. You've done a really good job. We know yeah. we have. Yeah, you've really done the, the research. And so now we can start to train other people. So I've trained two naturopaths that now work with me, mm-hmm. um, but they've upgraded to be ozone experts. All the ozone therapies are done intravenously or, or by injection. So it's always needles, Mm -hmm. but it's a feel-good therapy. It leaves people with an overwhelming sense of well-being. And the primary function of it is to saturate the body with oxygen. Mm -hmm. Uh, This will do several things. It will improve athletic performance by giving the athlete a 5 to 8% endurance advantage. Crikey. A lot of which, minuses will be in Which means that it <laughs> prolongs the time of maximum, you know, oh, anaerobic yeah. output yep. uh, before you hit the wall. Wow. And I've worked with triathletes in the Ironman in Hawaii, and I've worked with many other um, athletes, woodchoppers, uh, canoeists, you know, waka armor paddlers, uh, people who are doing... Um, Tennis, some of our, mm-hmm. our tennis players in New Zealand, and swimmers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you work with um, every form of illness that, that comes our way. Mm-hmm. Um, we do see quite a few people that have various forms of cancers. And yes. 
the primary cause of cancer, Dr. Otto Warburg won two Nobel Prizes and he proved that the primary cause of cancer is a lack of oxygen in the tissues. Wow. So the respiratory enzymes have been toxified and therefore the body cannot process oxygen. So what we do is we saturate the body with oxygen, removing the prime cause of all cancers. So that's all I really want to say about that. Um, But that's the rationale whereby we treat. We We don't actually treat diseases. You support health. We treat people. We're yeah. naturopaths. We treat people and we're just pushing them toward greater health by restoring their biooxidative capacity in the body. As you know, uh, the main cause of a lot of underlying, the underlying cause of most chronic diseases is a chronic inflammation. Yes. Which is free radical damage. Mm-hmm. Ozone reverses free radical damage. Wow. So okay. that's the key point of it. And it also, so it's uh, oxygen is O3. Okay. And it's, we, we talked briefly yesterday about it being a relation of hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which, who's, who, who, right. which is also increasing the amount of oxygen getting to tissues. That's uh, right. So um, hyperbaric oxygen. H2O2, which is hydrogen peroxide, vitamin C therapy, high dose intravenous, and ozone therapy, intravenous. They're all in a family called biooxidative therapies. Mm-hmm. And hyperbaric oxygen, uh, we use it. Um, it. That is better for central nervous system injuries, brain mm-hmm. damage, spinal cord. Um, ozone is better on infection and improving circulation. So they have some overlap. Um, I've chosen to do exclusively ozone therapy Mm. for the the fact that it's cheaper to administer. It's a lot more readily available and it's a lot more versatile because I can treat the blood with it, but I can also inject it into joints or I can inject it into pain. And pain is shortage of oxygen in the body. Uh-huh. And what we've learned as ozone therapists, where we inject ozone, pain will go. Really? So um, I can just sort of go into a little bit of that on the sports or athletic side, if you uh-huh. like. Yep. It's a lot of yeah. people with injuries, so, including myself. Um, and we'll, we'll sort of go in. Well, I'll start with the ozone therapy. So where there's pain in the muscles we can inject ozone and saturate those tissues with oxygen. That will remove the lactic acid and, the, and athletes will have a faster recovery from uh, their training. Wow. And we saturate the blood and the body so that the body is processing oxygen much more efficiently, which gives us a higher uh, prolonged physical energy output during sports. Mm-hmm. The International Olympic Committee I have read their documentation on blood doping and, and um, how we can't cheat. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not yep. supposed to cheat. So their ruling basically is ozone could be used for a medical purpose mm-hmm. with an athlete during times when they're training. Yes. That's legal. To treat an athlete just prior to a competition would be considered cheating a bit. Uh, Not that you could really pick it up because I I don't think it's detectable in the body. Mm -hmm. However, they could see that the 
the saturation of oxygen in their blood would be very high. It would be a bit like uh, altitude training. Uh, yes, blood doping or altitude training, it has a very similar effect. Which is also so therefore, pe- uh, mm. athletes could do ozone therapy in their training periods to recover from mm-hmm. training, mm-hmm. Uh, but we just wouldn't do it within sort of three or four days before an athletic event. Then no one can um, yeah. accuse us Accusing. of <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so, so how does it increase? Like, What is the mechanism by which it increases the oxygen carrying capacity of the red blood cells. Now, I, I understand from the rheology of a red blood cell that it increases the, um, what would you call it, the, the flexibility of the, of the red blood cell. Is that correct? So That's that right. Yes. Um, ozone makes the red cells more pliable, more mm-hmm. slippery, more flexible. Mm-hmm. So they can squeeze through the small capillaries. Mm-hmm. and get to even the hardest to reach tissues. So if you've got damaged or inflamed tissues, yeah, this will be able to get through. That's right. Any kind of injury where you've got inflammation, swelling, pain. Um, we save limbs from amputation with ozone. Wow. Because we restore a good blood flow. Also, the red cell, we increase a enzyme on the red cell called 2,3-diphosphoglycerate, mm-hmm. 2,3-DPG uh, we call that. Yep. What that does is it weakens the bond between hemoglobin and oxygen. What this means is blood flowing through the lungs will still pick up its full complement of oxygen, mm-hmm. but it will release it to the tissues a lot more easily. It's like, it's like a wind that's blowing into the tissues. Rather right. than the tissues having to pull the oxygen off the red cell with osmosis, yep. you know, trying to use energy to tug it off, no, the blood it's just pushed. gives it away more freely. Wow. And in this way, we saturate the body with oxygen. I, I believe it's the only way of doing it um, unless you have a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, yeah, and this would be a really powerful combination, I can see. Um, so it's it's pushing, it's it's basically pushing the oxygen into the tissues as opposed to it having to be pulled. Now, like as someone like I'm an athlete, um, I've had co- problems constantly with anemia and not enough red blood cells, um, and getting enough oxygen carrying capacity to to work the muscles. Does it help with? Uh, that or is that's just a, that's an independent thing because that's I'll, number I'll speak, of blood cells. No, I'll speak to that issue, Lisa, because we see people that are anemic, anemic often mm-hmm. cachexic. You know, they're wasting away. Yep. Uh, they've got bone marrow suppression, not producing enough red cells or yes. white cells or just whatever it might be. Yep. So when we treat with the when we treat the blood with ozone, we're rejuvenating the bone marrow. Wow. Okay. And so the That's bone okay. marrow starts to produce what's called super-gifted red cells. Uh-huh. And that's actually the scientific term, believe it or not. Wow, super-gifted, so real nice yeah, round fat ones. gifted uh, <laughs> Dr. Velio Bocchi, B-O-C-C-I, he wrote the book uh, Ozone, A New Medical Drug. Mm-hmm. And I worked with Dr. Adriana Schwartz, who was Dr. Bocchi's sort of lieutenant, right-hand person, you know, his protege, really. And she's now leading the charge around the world promoting ozone therapy. Gives excellent courses. Um, 
where was I going with this? Um, you were talking about the rheology and the, the, the red yeah, blood cells. So and... the red blood cells coming out of the bone marrow are called super gifted, which means they're more resistant to oxidative stress and they're better at delivering oxygen around the body. Oh, wow. So even when we've stopped an ozone, even though we've done a course of, let's say, six to eight ozone therapies, let's say we're treating a person for a condition, Mm-hmm. After six to eight ozone therapies, we've usually established a healthy bone marrow production of red cells. So yep. we've overcome anemia. Wow. And um, the person is starting to feel a lot more energetic. And the ozonides will last for six months in the body. Ozonides. So what that is the, re- the. What you have to realize ozone is a very reactive molecule. Yes. So when we're treating blood, the ozone has reacted with the red cell within nanoseconds. It's wow. gone. It's undetectable. And it becomes an ozonoid. It becomes an ozonide, which is a weaker form of ozone. Mm-hmm. However, it's more durable, and they mm-hmm. last for six months. Wow. So, therefore, after we've finished a course of ozone therapy, the patient basically, to put it sort of bluntly, gets their money's worth during the six to eight treatments because mm-hmm. they feel great um, and their blood work's usually improving. However, over the next six months, there will be continued improvement, even though we've stopped the treatment mm-hmm. because the... Uh, the ozonides stay well, in the, the blood. The physiology of the body has improved. We've blown all the cobwebs out of the bio-oxidative pathways mm-hmm. or the hundreds of enzymatic pathways in the body. Mm-hmm. such that the biochemistry is now working perfectly or optimally. Uh-huh. And remember, oxygen is the primary primary nutrient for optimum health. Absolutely. That's what and I'm it, convinced and it's of. Used, it's used at every step of every chemical reaction in the body. Yes. Yeah. And we see that the underlying um, reason for chronic illness it's is the body is not processing oxygen. Yeah. It's just what you see. And and this isn't, oh, well, I'll just take a big deep breath of air and then there I go. I've got my oxygen back. It's a little bit more complicated than that, isn't it? No, not really. I'd say that's <laughs> it. People breathe easier. They feel normal again. And they've recovered a healthy metabolism. But when I sit like... Um, uh, when I take my SpO2 stats here at sea yeah. level, I'm at, you know, 98, 99%. Yes. So I, I'm like... I'm oh, well, my, my oxygen's okay. I don't need extra oxygen support. But I know with like with hyperbaric, I can get a heck of a lot more, like up to 12 times the amount of oxygen in the right, in the right uh, yes. pressures. Mm-hmm. Okay, that- so what, what's happening there, Lisa, is you're measuring the SpO2 of the blood. You're measuring the oxygen saturation of the red cells in the blood. And they mm-hmm. may be 98 or 99%. Yeah. However... When we treat somebody, we'll often see that 98 or 99% straight after the treatment has dropped down to 95 or 93%. Mm-hmm. Where's all the oxygen gone? Mm. We've just poured it into the blood. Where's it gone? Well, it's absorbed into the tissues of the body that were desperate for it and that were low in oxygen. Okay. And it's this way that we saturate then very quickly that oxygen level will return back up to 99. We know the course of ozone treatment is complete. When a patient comes in, they're 98 or 99%. We treat them. 
and their blood is still 98 or 99 percent it didn't drop therefore that tells us the body is saturated the blood is saturated they now have what we call the ozone effect and they will stay self-saturated at a very optimal level for a very long time Wow. So if, if if I wanted, you know, like I'm definitely coming to see you, Dr. Wayne. <clears throat> I'm going to bring my mum and I'm going to get some treatments as soon as I can get up to Whangarei. It's a long way away. But um, um, over what period of time would a, would, would a person who's travelling to see you, how, how many, like the six to eight is required, how many do they need sort of back, can they get back to back? Or is so it over we, a period? What, what we do, people that come from South Island or Australia or Singapore or overseas, we get people from everywhere. Yep. Um, we ask them to come and stay in the Waipu area mm-hmm. and then we'll treat them nearly every day for about a week. Wow. Okay, great. Yep. And we see a lot of chronic conditions. Yep. Uh, where everything else basically has failed. Yes. And so, therefore, we treat people every day. We start with a very low dose of ozone because we're working in millionths of a gram. Mm -hmm. We work between zero and 80 micrograms, Mm -hmm. which is zero to 80 millionths of a gram of ozone. Wow. (laughs) Per mil of of oxygen ozone in the syringe. So we're working with micro dosages, but we've mm-hmm. got equipment that we can dial up. Yep. One millionth of a gram. Yep. And so we can do one or two or three or up to 80. So we start with very low concentrations. Mm-hmm. Then over the course of the treatment, we build it up to a maximum. So mm-hmm. we might go up to maximum for us would be 80 micrograms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we drop it off again the last several treatments back down to about 20 micrograms. So we vary the concentration and yep. the dose. In this way, we will we will be constantly building up the antioxidant capacity or the antioxidant reserve capacity in the body so that that body can now tolerate a higher level of ozone. And so okay. we can build the dose up like that. And that's, yep. how, we, that's how we pull people up very quickly because we keep increasing their antioxidant capacity as we increase the dose of ozone, then we drop it down at the end. Okay. But we leave them with a seriously improved antioxidant capacity, which means we leave them with a permanent or very long-term ability to overcome uh, chronic oxidative stress and or free radical damage. Okay, so then, and then if you wanted to stack, say, other oxidative therapies like vitamin C infusions or other things, it would have more of an effect, or even even supplementation with antioxidants or good food would have a better effect in the body. So we do do that at Northland Environmental Health Clinic, mm-hmm. uh, where I work with Damien Wojcik, mm-hmm. and um, we do high dose vitamin C therapy there. He goes up to two hundred grams. Wow. And he does chelation therapy and high-dose vitamin C therapy, as well as being a general practitioner. Wow, so chelation therapy. And so being... some patients come in and they have, you know, vitamin C one day, ozone the next, vitamin C, ozone, like that. Wow, yep, yep. Uh, that, that's a very good protocol. Fantastic. And, and he does chelation therapy, which is heavy metal detoxing, so I'm hoping I can... That's right. Get him on the podcast as well. That would be fabulous. 
he's uh, that, that's an area that I think a lot of us need to understand as well, the heavy metal detoxing. Now, Dr. Wayne, I wanted to, to pivot a little bit and go into prolotherapy. We, we discussed prolotherapy, and I was really excited to hear about this yesterday. This is something that I haven't really um, been you know, aware of. Um, can you explain what prolotherapy is and okay, how you... So we're leaving ozone therapy now. Mm-hmm. Ozone is for general health yep. and improved performance of our bodies. And just before we do leave ozone... We'll so, come back to it a little bit, but we're yeah. leaving that topic and we're going to prolotherapy, which is proliferant therapy. This is mm-hmm. now musculoskeletal. We're, look, mm-hmm. we're talking now about injuries. Yes. Physical injuries to the joints. Fabulous. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say with the ozone because we we haven't touched on the the the, the um, at home remedies. Uh, yes, um, but we um, have talked about them in the past uh, episodes. Okay. I'd like to address this issue because it's an important one. Uh, two years ago, we formed the Ozone Therapy Association of New Zealand, mm-hmm. and we're taking applications now, and uh, mostly for doctors. Uh, we have some nurses, some naturopaths. Um, but we've also opened it up because we know that there's a lot of people in New Zealand who are practising ozone using what we call lay methods. Yes. I'm use that term. Yeah. Um, it's respectfully used. And they're doing all, all kinds of variations. There can be insufflations of the colon, vaginal insufflations, air insufflations, cupping, mm-hmm. limb bagging, yep. whole body bagging. There's the hocket, which is the ozone steam sauna, mm. which is actually a very good treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and ozone can be used in facial treatments and, and that for beauty therapy uh, with beauty therapists. Mm-hmm. So what we're looking to do is to regularise the practice of ozone in New Zealand so that these therapists can all have access to a professional body which yes. can guide them on safe and effective methods to use at whatever level they're trained. Wow, that's So awesome. we're inclusive. You know, we yep. want to include everyone that's doing ozone so that um, patients, athletes, the interested people who want ozone can get it throughout New Zealand. Yes. Just depending on what their needs might be. So quite often what will happen is people will come to us, we'll do the intravenous methods, Mm. and then where do you live? Right, you're in Palmerston North. Okay, so let's see, who do we have in Palmerston North? Well, we have people using Hocket, which is the ozone steam cabinet. Yes. And we have people doing um, insufflations and so on where the ozone gas is put either into the rectum or the colon, a uh, very simple, safe, easy-to-use method, or mm. vaginally or yep. other topical or ways. You can make ozone oil for rubbing on the skin for dermatological conditions. Mm-hmm. You can make ozonated water. You can breathe it. Yep. Uh, we also use ozone generators that we get from Kim Saxon in yes. South well, Island. You know her, mm-hmm. uh, natural awesome. ozone. Yep. Um, she provides r- really nice equipment mm. that we can use for ozonating the clinic. Mm-hmm. That's or right. Ozon- or ozonating any building removes smells or toxic odours and that sort of thing. Yep. And so when we were gearing up for the recent epidemic, yes. <laughs> we were ozonating our doctors and nurses and our staff. I was receiving intravenous vitamin C. 
This mm-hmm. is for our protection. Mm-hmm. And the clinics were being ozonated every morning at 3 a.m. automatically. Yep. Uh, with Kim's, Kim Saxon's machines. Fantastic. And therefore, we knew we were coming into a sanitized environment. And then we treated one suspected COVID patient. And then we saturated that room with ozone immediately afterward. It mm-hmm. was off the clinic. It was mm-hmm. outside in the carport, the old sauna room. Mm-hmm. And so we knew that room was now sanitized. So if we had another COVID patient, we'd be able to go into that room. Yep. It would be sanitized. We were safe wearing our PPE, but we could deliver the treatment. Fantastic. And uh, we were geared up for that. So. Yep. And this has been, like, just to briefly touch on the corona situation, uh, there is now proven studies coming out of Spain, I believe, that the ozone is affecting the coronavirus. Yes, there have been clinical trials in China and Mm -hmm. Spain, and the conclusion at the moment, it hasn't all been gone into print yet, I don't think. Yep. However, because we're working with Dr. Adriana Schwartz, she Mm -hmm. was on the front lines in Spain treating Mm -hmm. COVID. Wow. And the reports coming back are that ozone was phenomenally effective, phenomenally. And what that meant was patients were recovering within 24 to 48 hours after one to two ozone treatments. Okay. They were fully recovering. And um, I think 98% of the patients that were in serious enough conditions that they were going to be put on ventilators 98% of them did not need to have ventilation, wow. which is a good thing because yeah. 9 out of 10 people who get ventilated die. Yeah, they don't so make it. It's not really an effective therapy for COVID. It's a last-ditch resort. Um, but ozone proved to be very effective. Wow. That's we exciting. know this because we've been treating all viral conditions since the since day one, really. It's 100 years' worth of... Um, it's 100 years' worth yeah. of research in ozone. Exactly. Um, now, I have to say, ozone's not the only thing that will do that. High-dose vitamin C will do that. Uh-huh. I've, heard, I've heard in India, homeopathy was very effective. Mm-hmm. And um, if you read the journal of... The New Zealand Journal of Natural Medicine, I don't know if you know of that, but the New Zealand Journal no. of Natural Medicine, there's lots of articles in there on other useful natural therapies, and they all work pretty good. So actually there's a plethora of effective oh. treatments. Yep, that we can use against this horrible thing that's destroying yeah. our that's world. that's why we weren't afraid to treat people because yep. we knew we were safe. Yep, yep. And and, and I had Dr. Rob, uh, Dr. Rowan on last week uh, talking right. about uh, Ebola and um, his getting shut down, unfortunately. But um, That's the- right. He went to him and Howard Robbins, Dr. Mm. Robbins, went to uh, Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and they were invited there by the Minister of Health. They treated doctors that had got Ebola. Some of them opted for the ozone. All the ones that had all the ones that said yes to ozone therapy survived. Survived. Yep. All the ones that denied it and said no, I don't want it, they all died. Exactly. Um, and then he was shut down, unfortunately. Because, then he got shut down. You can't be using effective therapies. No, it, could, it might uh, mitigate the drug sales. We can't have that. Whatever that be. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> right, moving right along. Um, let's, talk about, let's talk about prolotherapy. Yes, let's go to prolotherapy because this is a so very a different subject. Yep. So I don't want to confuse everyone. So everyone, yep. put ozone aside. Yep. We're on a different topic. We're Fantastic. now looking at joint pain. I'm very excited about prolotherapy. 
because it, it's, it will effectively treat all musculoskeletal injuries. It, will, it is an effective treatment for all sporting injuries, mm-hmm. and it's permanent. This is amazing. So when you've done prolotherapy, you'll no longer have knee pain, back pain, protruding disc pain, low back pain, ankle, elbow, rotator cuff, you know, anything yeah. like that. Anything where the ligament and the tendons are involved and the cartilage is involved. That's right. So let's just talk about knees because we see a lot of those. So what we do is somebody comes in, they've had a knee injury. The body is healed, but the injury doesn't go away. It keeps flaring up when we strain that joint. And it's because the ligaments and or the tendons or the cartilage have thinned. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could imagine stretching a thick rubber band over a rock yes, and then just tapping it with something sharp, oh, what will happen? That, will, that, that rubber will just split. Yes. It'll still be intact, but not as strong. Yes. Think of your ligaments like that. Uh-huh. Now you've got a little bit of a slop in the joint, mm-hmm. and that's what causes pain, and it's what grinds away the cartilage. Mm-hmm. So what we can do now is we can do prolotherapy, which is proliferant therapy, and we inject a thick solution of dextrose. Mm-hmm. So it's a sugar. Yep. But it's hypertonic, which means it's extra thick, especially compared to the body fluids. So when we inject that into a ligament, it will stimulate the fibroblasts to create more ligament. Yep. What that means is we thicken and then shorten and tighten that ligament. That returns the joint back into its normal alignment mm-hmm. because that's what the ligaments do. They hold the joints in, in their best alignment yes. for the movement that joint has to make. Yep. So <clears throat> where there's weak or lax ligaments, they've stretched, they've torn off the bone partially, and it's always easy to find because you can just poke on them, they hurt and people jump. Mm-hmm. You inject that spot, and what will happen is new ligament will grow over a three-week period and return 50 to 80% of the strength. Wow. Then we need to repeat it a month later. Again, you'll get 50 to 80% improvement. So after generally two or three treatments, we've got 100% improvement. Wow. At that point, it's permanent. And, you and no the- longer have that injury. You no longer have a weakness there your mind can let go of the doubt of yes. your ability to use that use limb that at a maximum athletic, competitive sort of uh, attitude. So you get your confidence back and your athletic performance is not hindered by chronic injuries. And so we treat a lot of athletes and we keep the top people in the game mm. and young young athletes sometimes in their teens because we, we work with some uh, competitive swimmers and they you know they pushing their bodies to the max you know pushing the limits as you say yep yep. (laughs) um they get these tears now that would that would slow that down their training and of course if you have a week off training it takes three weeks to get back to where you were Mm. before you had the injury so you lose five or six weeks really out of your out of your schedule uh, with prolotherapy, we can keep those athletes performing without pain. 
and this is something so simple and so simple as as dextrose this is um so is this like reconstructive therapy i had a uh yeah it's called injection reconstruction therapy yeah because i uh had a, a a boyfriend back in my early 20s who had a very bad ankle injury and he had to go to america for reconstructive therapy it was called at yes, that stage. that'll be injection reconstruction therapy, probably. Yeah. Um, it is an yeah. American technique. Yep, yep. I did learn it there. Yep. Um, and, it, and it's just using the body's own uh, reaction and influence. This is where inflammation is so interesting, isn't it? Because inflammation, yeah. when we when we cause an injury to the site, we're deliberately actually causing and introducing something that's going to irritate and cause injury, and it sends the body, the body starts to send fibroblasts there to actually make it stronger. So we're using, again, just like with the ozone and with hyperbaric, we're using the body's own resources at the end of the day. That's right. Which is right. well, we're naturopaths, powerful. so we're we're always working with the body's own natural healing abilities. Yes, yeah. And with ozone and prolotherapy, we feel like we can get maximum advantage there. Yep. So uh, we also get um, a lot of patients, um, often in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, even eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. um, who have health conditions mm-hmm. and degenerative joints. Yes. It's often called osteoarthritis, (laughs) which I believe most people think if they're told they have osteoarthritis, they get this idea in their mind that it's something to do with their bones. Yes. Uh, Is that your take on that? Yeah, I I would say it's inflammation and related to systemic inflammation. inflammation But I think, yeah, most people would say it's bones. They think it's bones. And we think of bones as well. It's my bones. They're old and they're... They're, yeah, they're uh, creaky. Down, they're yeah. creaky and so on. And there's <laughs> nothing really too much you can do for bones. Yes. Well, we, we don't take that a, a point of view. Um, we see osteoarthritis as joint inflammation. So it'll always be the soft tissue, the ligaments, the cartilage, and the tendon. And we mm-hmm. can repair all of those now. Yeah. So by injecting prolotherapy into a knee joint, for example, we can reconstitute the cartilage. And so we take people with bone on bone. Wow. And wow. We, can that, we can thicken that cartilage enough that it takes the pain away. And on X-ray, we'll see an increase. In what the about joint. in the, the lower back? You know, like a lot of us, and me included, I've got like four discs that are basically gone, uh, bone on bone, very close to being bone on bone. Um, okay, so I'll come at this from two angles. Number one, where you've got a bulging disc, the surgeons have told us, and they've known this since the 1950s, is that the ligaments on the posterior aspect of the vertebra, mm-hmm. the vertebrae, or the vertebrae, you might mm-hmm. call them, um, those posterior ligaments, the interspinous and supraspinous ligaments, um, usually are weak and stretched. Mm-hmm. And so one of the vertebra has moved forward slightly mm-hmm. and it's put pressure on the disc and pushed it out of its space in yep. between the vertebra. Mm-hmm. When a disc protrudes, the chances are that it might impinge on one of the major nerves coming out of your back and going either down your bottom yep, or to sciatic. your internal, yeah, yep. sciatica or to your internal organs. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we do there is we prolotherapy the ligaments on the backbone. That will tighten those up 
and it'll pull that vertebra back into its correct alignment, thereby taking pressure off the bulging disc. Wow. Then we have two ways that we can treat that bulging disc. We can either inject ozone down the spine in the muscles running down the spine as close to the disc as we dare go and inject ozone. It only mm-hmm. takes a few minutes. Mm-hmm. It's 98% effective for joints, uh, for bulging discs. Mm-hmm. It's 98% effective. Wow. That's, we expect to win with bulging discs every time we treat. That's insane. And sometimes we can go in through the quarter, which is a little opening at the base of the sacrum, mm-hmm. and it allows us to go into the spinal cord. I know this sounds risky, but actually it's a very safe procedure. Mm-hmm. And we can inject ozone into the quarter equina. Uh, which then goes, the ozone travels up the spine to about thoracic vertebra number 10. Yep. Um, which means it travels all the way up the lumbar spine and into the first few discs of the thoracic spine, mm-hmm. just where the ribs start. And 98% effective for reducing bulging discs. Jeez. So uh, we prevent a lot of surgeries. Yeah, yeah. Way. This is what, I mean, this is what... Um, surprises me that you know this isn't more known and it isn't out there and I did know of this 20 like I said 20 30 years ago that this was an an option and I've never seen it come back or you know proliferate and then people know about prolotherapy and certainly not prolozone um this is going this is definitely going to help people avoid having to have surgery and, and 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 you'd think this would be well let's try this first you know would be a great approach. Why isn't this right throughout everywhere? Why why isn't every doctor offering this? Or is it a very specialised, difficult thing to learn? You know, I can only relate to it in terms of my own personal history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went and trained in Oregon and I learned things that are not taught here in New Zealand. Yeah. One of them was yeah. ozone, the other yeah. one was prolotherapy. And actually, prolotherapy in its basic form was actually taught to me um, by a osteopathic surgeon. Um, I'm just trying to think of his name now, mm-hmm. old Dr. Wilson, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Harley Street physician. Um, he, he was doing it back in the day, and so we learned some of that off him. Mm-hmm. Then there was a famous New Zealand doctor called Dr. Ongley mm-hmm. who went and did prolotherapy, and he was doing it in Mexico. So a lot of Americans would go down to Mexico, a lot of gridiron athletes, mm-hmm. and um, would get prolotherapy injections. So I heard about him, and it turns out he was a New Zealander. Huh. Then when I came back uh, 14 years ago to New Zealand, I trained with Dr. Ken Orr, which he, Dr. Ken Orr at that time was, I think, 92 years old. Gosh. And still practicing in Remuera. Wow. And um, that's impressive. <laughs> and I, I still liaise with Fraser Burling, who is his nephew, and Dr. Orr. He was sort of, uh, Fraser Burling was Dr. Orr's sort of protege, if you will. And so he treats, uh, Fraser treats a lot of um, uh, people that have, and I always get this name wrong, but Erlos Danler. 
uh, disease, which is a, I think I've pronounced that right, but mm-hmm. it's an odd one, so sometimes I, I mispronounce it. Um, anyway, um, that's a generalised disease where ligaments just sort of dissolve. Oh. And so it's a serious condition. Um, there's about eight or 900 people in New Zealand. Well, he's treating all of them with prolotherapy, mm-hmm. and it's the best thing they've ever had. So... So he's another doctor. He's doing so, great work there with prolotherapy. So that's Fraser uh, he, he uses stronger prolotherapy agents than I do. He mm-hmm. uses uh, ethanolamine and tetradecal sulfate, I believe, which is a stronger tightening agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we're naturopaths. We like to stay with the more natural methods. Um, I have used other substances like fish oil, sodium moroate, um, you can use ozonized blood. You can use vitamin B12. You can do strong ozone mm-hmm. and do the prolotherapy with strong ozone. That's what they call pro prolozone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I use dextrose. I use dextrose and I treat the ligaments and then we inject ozone around them and we usually put ozone into the into the joint. Wow. This is uh, this is incredible, and I think you're probably going to be inundated with people wanting to <laughs> come and see you. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm training people. Yes, uh, because it got to be uh, I didn't have a life outside of doing I bet you did therapy and ozone, and so you know I had to train other people yeah. so that I could have time to smell the roses, exactly, go to the store and buy things, exactly. Because um, yeah, I mean you're obviously very very passionate about helping people and getting the the most um, out of your time, and, and I mean like. Just, just you giving up your Sunday morning and spending an hour with me yesterday too on the phone, um, just shows what sort of a person, you know, how dedicated you are to to this. Um, and I think that that's just absolutely fantastic. And to have someone with this sort of knowledge and background and a very different approach to what we're perhaps you know used to seeing here is exciting for me because I, mean, I can see. Um, there's, cha- there's great changes happening, and AMER, I think, is going to be the, the Association for uh, Integrated Medicine, I think, is going to be a fantastic thing. I'm, I'm trying to, um, I want him to become a member. Um, yes. I think it's, uh, the, the things that are coming down the line now are pretty exciting, aren't they? Oh, they are, and yeah. what's happening is uh, doctors and, and therapists, uh, sort of the lines of demarcation are breaking down. Yes. Um, because it becomes more not about the doctor or yeah. the practitioner. It's really about the patient and yes. what are we going to do to help the patient. Yep. And that's we're, because we're all coming from that angle, Yep. Uh, we're just always looking to, we're people of conscience and we're doing the best work we can to recover the health of our population. Oh, I love and that. So we use all methods that we think can work and ozone and prolotherapy have enough scientific uh, research behind them uh, we 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 can explain in detail exactly why they do work. Yep, and this is this is just brilliant. And so critics, of which you know, critics usually are just people that don't know. <laughs> they just, they just don't know about it. Um, we've been we've had critics. Um, you know, we've had MedSafe and Ministry of Health. Yeah, uh, yep. everyone's investigated us, and yep. we've provided them with Dr. Bocky's work. Mm-hmm. You know, we've provided the scientific literature yep. that proves what we're doing is safe, efficient, effective, and uh, 
And this um, is like this is and a, so our critics so generally become uh, far less critical, yep. and many of them become active supporters. Well, so we, we can turn a critic into an active supporter just through education. Gosh, that would be great because I do I do find in the you know the the straight laced allopathic medicine there's still so blinkered. Um, certainly in, in my experience, and I can say this because I'm a non-licensed, non-medical professional, um, has been very, very frustrating in my own, you know, with my own family's health, uh, with my mum's journey, for example. Um, uh, yes. And I, and I, and this is one of the reasons why I do the show, because I want to create change and movement. And it's not all about pharma, pharmacology. It's not all about just surgery. Let's those are great and let's look at those, but let's look at the other sides of the coin and trying to connect fantastic people and share this education with the public. Um, I mean, last week I had Dr. Tim Ewer, who... Uh, I know Tim, yes. Yes, he's fantastic and he was on the show last week. Um, And again, he too has had, you know, I know, issues. Um, and the, the the approaches that he takes, I mean, there's a reason why there's such massive waiting lists and so many people wanting to see people like you because it's not been offered, unfortunately. You know, Dr. Tim's down down south, you're way up north. It's it's hard for a lot of people. If if this was this sort of thing was available in every town, we'd have a lot less sick people. We would, and we'd save our country billions in health care costs. But, yep. but really, you'd have a happier population mm. being able to work to their full potential rather yep. than have their abilities curtailed because exactly. of pain, really. Exactly. Yep. Um, you asked me why aren't more doctors doing it. Um, I think what's happened is ligaments and tendons have really just basically, I'm going to use the word overlooked. I think mm-hmm. doctors have really just overlooked. Um, they'll treat organs and muscles and such, um, but ligaments. Well, what, what are you going to do for ligaments? Well, we don't. You can't do anything for ligaments, so we won't put too much attention there because we can't do anything for them. Yep. Yep. Well, we can. that is the gap. That is the gap in the system where we've come in with prolotherapy. That's our specialty. We treat ligaments, but all chronic injuries are ligament based, and so our typical patient has been to acupuncturist, osteopath, chiropractor, orthopedic surgeon, GP, soft tissue therapist, PEMF, they've done everything. Mm. And when we start to hear that history, um, it confirms for us, this is great. It's telling us it's a ligament problem or a tendon. Then when we investigate, by the way, all those therapies are very helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if they don't resolve the issue, we know it's a ligament problem. So yeah. then we do our injections and the pain goes away, people recover the function of their limb, and they ask, how come I never heard about this before? Yeah. <laughs> how come no one's ever told me about this? And I said, but we have told you about it and now we've treated you. What's the issue? You know, <laughs> people find things when they look for them. But this is the. But I just wish it was, you know. And this is why this show is important. And you know, this this will have a, a small portion of people that will hear it, and hopefully, the people that go come to you will also share their experiences. But it's a very slow process to get it out to the the ninety eight percent of other people who are unfortunately unaware of it. I mean, I'm you know deep into all of this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
um, and you know, you, you know, in just... New Zealand, we only have a, what two degrees of separation. Yep. <laughs> so uh, the work that I'm doing, I know, is spread right throughout New Zealand because lots and lots and lots of people have now heard about it because mm. I've been doing it for 14 years here. Mm. And so within New Zealand, most people that have these types of problems, my my past patients usually will tell them to come and have at least have a look at this therapy. Mm. And so I think we have New Zealand pretty well covered. And yeah, after, I, I, after I, this show, maybe more people might even yep, know. That's the whole point. Um, <laughs> the thing about prolotherapy is that, Yes, it's needles. Yes, it's injections. But you know what? It only takes a minute or two. Yeah. Like when I start working on a joint, within a minute or three, I'm usually completely finished with that area. Fantastic. And then you've got lifelong strength back. And it's, you know, $300. Yeah. As opposed to a surgery or continual uh, care. Mm. that costs over years many thousands of dollars and especially avoids uh, surgeries which can be very expensive we prevent a lot of knee replacements Mm -hmm. we get people that have had knee replacements or joint replacements where it hasn't worked perfectly yep um they're still in pain uh so you know you hear you do hear a lot of horror stories uh but i also hear a lot of people that have had joint replacement that they're very happy with so I'm, i'm not sort of a critic of it no uh, but if you've had a joint replacement, you're still in pain, um, consider prolotherapy because be Fraser Burling, uh, yeah. he, he taught me and so did Dr. Um, Ken Orr yep. that we can do prolotherapy around a joint replacement and uh, it still works very, very well, surprisingly, but it does. Yep, fantastic. I mean, I, it makes sense to me. Um, you know, so I think, you know, Dr. Wayne, we've covered quite a lot of territory today. We, we've done ozone therapy a little bit of the background what it's doing now how it works we and we've gone into prolotherapy and even into prolozone therapy um yeah prolozone is doing prolotherapy but just using strong ozone so it's irritating yeah and you just inject the gas because ozone is always a gas Mm -hmm. uh we inject strong ozone into the ligament using the prolotherapy needling technique um because just the needle itself going in and out through the ligament creates yep. new ligament. The Vikings used um, fish bones <laughs> and they would just prolotherapy a ligament with fish bone. Oh, sounds horrific. A very sharp, thin <laughs> bone, and it would create new ligament. By us doing a little injection at the end of it, we, of course, maximise the effect. Um, if you think about it, anything that causes irritation, the body sends more stuff there to fix it. Um, you know. So, Dr. Wayne, I, I want to say thank you very, very much for your time today. I really appreciate it on a Sunday morning. Um, where can people find you and where, you know, where's the best place to connect, oh, connect with you and come yes. and see you? Uh, you can look up Waipu Natural Health. Waipu Natural Health. W-A-I-P-U Natural Health. So mm-hmm. we're in Northland. Mm-hmm. Or they can look up Dr. Ozone. D O C T O R O Z O N E, the letter one at gmail.com. So mm-hmm. drozone one at gmail.com. Fantastic. I'll put uh, those or in the contact notes. the Northland Environmental Health Centre in Camo, mm-hmm. and we do all these therapies there. Fantastic. As well. 
And I would love an introduction to Dr. Damien Wojcik at some stage. <laughs> that would be really fantastic. Yeah, I'll share with him that why I did this podcast yeah. and I can put you in touch with him. Sounds brilliant. Dr. Wayne, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate the work, the passion, the, the education that you've invested in all of this and bringing this to New Zealand. It's really, really appreciated. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for the opportunity of sharing it with our people. Oh, it's fantastic. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review and share with your friends and head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatarmaty.com. 